Back with us, John Morris Show from the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Also brought to you by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations. How great is that? Uh, Braden Embry, the uh, latest of the four generations for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are, quite simply, Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings. They carry all sizes of pipe. They also stop stock American-made grade 60 rebar, basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And keep this in mind, if you are building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane, also a location in Bryan, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and we're pleased to be joined by Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Joins us from uh, Betty Lou Mays Field or uh, yeah, somewhere in that vicinity. Paul, appreciate you being on with us today. How's your Tuesday going? It's great. Thanks for having me. Happy birthday. Heard that well, thank you, sir. order today, so happy birthday. <laughs> thank you very much. Glad you're spending it with so many people that you care so much about, including me. Of with course, you. So thanks. Yeah, exactly. It. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> tell us about the. Tell us about that long trek. How many miles was that last week? Playing in Minnesota oh. and then over to Fargo, North Dakota, and then back home. More miles than I have fingers and toes. I lost count after, after we got right. outside of Waco. So, um, yeah, it was it was quite a trip. But you know what? It was uh, refreshing in the same regard, and that you know, not that there weren't any you know precautions we took for for COVID or whatnot, but just a lot different than how we traveled last year. And you know, getting you know some some games outside of uh, outside of the state and outside of our conference for once uh, for in a while has been was nice. So while the, there were a lot of miles, it was. Uh, Really a great trip, great weather, great teams, and learned a lot on the road. Before we talk about, uh, you know, the results on the pitch, uh, what was it like and how much did you appreciate just, you know, being to tr being able to travel together as a team and, you know, just the community that you were able to enjoy as your team was together on the road? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I've been saying, you know, our, our team has been built, is built on community and uh, us not being able to commune so to speak over the last year was difficult for us and kind of getting back to that through preseason of being able to have team dinners and on the road you know last year on if we went on the road we would have you know kind of a, a buffet style you know here's your plate you know go to your room and eat dinner um, there wasn't much community so now on the road being able to eat dinner together and uh, be social around each other at least uh, was nice so it's great to see and it helps team camaraderie and we we're better on the field when we can have those relationships off the field. Yeah. So this weekend we got a really great taste of, of that. I know how much you appreciate that and how much of that is a part of your program. So uh, so great to get back to that. 
on the pitch, uh, let's go back to the uh, the season opener at Minnesota. One nil loss. They kind of jumped on you early, uh, but didn't then scored a goal, but didn't score any more after that. How'd you feel after that first match? Yeah, you know the, the first you know the first five minutes, ten minutes, we were not at our our best, and you can you know we can blame it on on whatever you want, whether it's you know being on the road for the first time or young players or whatever. But the reality is, we just didn't didn't show up those first few minutes and you do that against good teams which those are the only teams we're playing this year it seems like they're going to jump on you and uh they had a lot of excitement and they 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 did well to put one away um woke us up a bit and after that i thought we took over the game and we were definitely you know the better the better team had the majority of the opportunities but uh weren't able to put one away so hopefully uh, an early lesson learned for our team that while throughout preseason we've been very focused and, and very ready um throughout preseason um, the, you take one little lapse like that, and it's going it's to bite you. And then uh, from there over to Fargo, North Dakota, to play North Dakota State on Sunday, a 4-0 victory for your team. Uh, and, uh, you know, did, did, did you see as much improvement between game one and game two as the scores might indicate? Yeah, I think the, I think the improvement was just that we were we were ready at the start of the game, and we set the tone, and we – you know, we dictated how the, the game was going to be played, not the other way around, which is kind of what we what happened Thursday. And as a coach, especially early in the season, uh, you know, this is when lessons need to be learned. So I think um, obviously would have been a little bit more frustrated if we came out flat again on on game two. But I think you know, learned their lesson from game one to game two, came out on the on the front foot and really did a great job of solidifying the game. And you know, to to credit North Dakota State, they never backed off. I mean, the pressure was on us from minute one to minute ninety, and you know. We were saying even at the end of the game, there's a minute left. They're down four nothing, and they're yelling at their ball kids to give them the ball. You know, they wanted every opportunity to play. So I love that. I love that uh, it pushed our team uh, to compete hard all the way through the match. So I was happy with that with us. What did you uh, what you learn about your team, if anything? You know, first two times under the lights. You know, compared to just going through preseason practices. Well, I think we we showed that we've we've grown a lot as a as a program. We've grown a lot, you know. One being able to have community has been great, but also, you know, we gained a ton of experience last year through COVID and bringing everybody back and adding a few young pieces to that. We we realized we're we're a quality team, um, but we also learned this weekend we're only going to be as quality as what we what we step on the field with, not just what we talk about. So, what I like about this team is they're, they're they seem to be pretty resilient. Um, they're very coachable. Um, they're just soaking everything in right now, and I think they're just really willing to to get on the field and compete for each other. So so far, that's that's where we're starting. I think we're at a great point and just uh, extremely talented uh, defensively and and going towards the goal. Paul Jobson, our guest, Baylor soccer coach, one and one on the year, back home hosting Nebraska this week. On Thursday, SMU coming in on Sunday, first two home matches of the year. Uh, and uh, classes began yesterday on the Baylor campus. I know how driven your team is, your girls are, in the classroom. Uh, it's, it, it is a different uh, schedule, different animal once classes begin and you're, you know, you're, you're into your schedule already. Well, you're hoping that through, the, through preseason and you know, the, the weeks leading up to, to, to school starting, you're hoping that they're getting into good rhythms, into good practices when it comes to you know, hydrating and nutrition. But obviously, um, you can't replicate the stress that they're going to put on themselves in the classroom. So we've got to be you know, even more aware of, of those stressors that are on their bodies uh, as classes kick in, um, but also knowing that this is a group that 
you know, thrives on the field when they're thriving in the classroom and vice versa. So it's up to us to continue that momentum. Uh, you know, we're getting off the bus, you know, really, really early, probably one thirty or close to two o'clock on uh, Monday morning back from our, our trip. And, and they're you know coming off the bus going, Hey guys, only six more hours till class. So I think there's some <laughs> excitement for them too to go to class uh, in a normal year. So, um, but we're, we're excited to get back to normalcy. It, it's, you know, one training session a day, um, but really watching our bodies and the stressors that, that come on off the field too are going to be important for us to be aware of as we as the schedule doesn't get any easier. Uh, yeah, well, that leads us right into uh, Nebraska coming in on Thursday and then SMU. Uh, did you did I hear you say earlier today Nebraska is a very offensive-minded team, uh, which should make a great matchup with your very defensive-minded team? Yeah, I think they've had – two exhibitions and two regular season games just as we have and i think they've scored 21 goals maybe and not given up any so oh, wow um so they're they're scoring goals and buckets and um you know it's exciting for us to really see where we are defensively we think we're a tough defensive team um but we'll we'll see and i think that's we want to be challenged early because we want opportunities to win big games uh to set us up well for postseason and prepare us for some great teams in the big 12 too so We've got a great history with Nebraska, obviously, having been in our conference. And we've kept that alive over the last few years just because we really respect uh, that team, how they play, and how they compete. So it should be, a, should be just a, a great game. And, of course, us being home and um, getting that feel on Betty Lou again will be, be awesome. But, yeah, great team, uh, great in the attack. But, we'll, you know, we hope to, to test them a little bit more than they've been tested so far. What, help me, what time is that on uh, Thursday? Is that 6 or 7? That is a 7 p.m. match. 7 p.m. All right, on Thursday. All right, and then SMU comes in uh, on Sunday. That's uh, that's another team and, and program that you are, uh, I would think, very familiar with. Yeah, very familiar. You know, and and again, uh, interesting for them is that you know they they've played one game in over a year. Uh, I don't think they played it all during the COVID year due to due to schedule issues and COVID problems that not, not maybe just on their team, but others are one of those teams that didn't play and. Um, had a, a, their first game this season was canceled due to weather. So they played one game. So I think they're probably still trying to figure out who they are as a team, but um, they're always well coached. And Chris is uh, one of the top coaches in the country and has done a great job uh, with them for a long time. So they're going to come in prepared, no doubt about it, but we don't have a lot of research on them quite yet, but we know they'll be good and talented. Uh, and we've got to be ready after playing a tough match Thursday to recover and be ready for that match. Very an unusual Sunday time for us. We're at 7 p.m., yeah. so we hopefully get a little bit more people out than the 1 o'clock normal time we have. Yeah, very good. All right, very good. Final thought, uh, this, is the, uh, this is the 25th year of, of Baylor soccer, 25th year of the program. I know you'll do uh, several things over the course of the season to recognize that, recognize the history and the success of Baylor soccer. That's fun to do, isn't it, to, to uh, you know, not only be in the midst of trying to win every match when you go out there, but also recognizing the past and the history of your program. Well, absolutely. And, you know, this being our, our 14th year here, and it's crazy to think we've been here 14 of the, of the 25, but that there's a lot of history here, you know, prior to us getting here uh, as well that we want to honor and the players that have come before these that are here playing now that have kind of paved the way from everything from, you know, facilities that we have to the, the, the way that we're going to, you know, be as a team and traditions that were started years ago that these girls, you know, now kind of take for granted that they started somewhere, right, with somebody. And just being able to honor some of those things and recognize those things that um, we're not going to be – wouldn't be where we are today without those that have paved the way, not only as players but as coaches. So we're just really 
respectful of that past and hope that we're honoring that by how we how we go about our daily business. So excited to to recognize that this year. Very cool. That's great. Hey, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, good luck this week with Nebraska and SMU. Thanks, Jamo. Appreciate it. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Paul Jumpson, Baylor soccer coach with us. They are 1-1 one and one on the season. They will play Nebraska Thursday evening at 7 o'clock at the Lou at Betty Lou Mays Field. And they will play SMU on Sunday evening at 7. Normally that Sunday match is, uh, is 1 o'clock or thereabouts. But uh, with SMU just being a bus ride away and maybe trying to get out of the heat a little bit, uh, that one's going to be a 7 p.m. match on Sunday evening as well. So 